I'm the flies motherfucker at the kickback Not a competition little boy with a wrist that Meet me in the bathroom, I don't wanna shit chat She not a boyfriend Welcome back everybody to the Kickback Podcast My name is John Here we have our guest This is actually, what, the third time filming? Third time yeah, yeah, it, yep, the, yep. the second time that we filmed, it was here in the studio, but for some reason, my computer decided to update and it deleted the entire thing. So we had no audio for it. So we're like, you know what? Let's run it back. Let's do it again. Here we have Jamal Cooks. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Explain to everybody who you are, what you do. All right. So as you said, Jamal Cooks, better known as Jamal Speaks Online. I'm a digital entrepreneur coach. I help millennials monetize their mindsets whether that be through repairing your credit and get to that next level to actually start your businesses. If you are starting your business already and you're already doing the things you need to be doing on the beginning steps, then I'm going to go ahead and turn you up a little bit, you know, make sure your business emails are set properly, make sure your website is up and running, making sure you're doing everything to be in front of as many people as possible. So, so basically monetize yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Get money, get that money. Get and money's bag. really important now. Yeah. How did you... Just as quick, summary, I know we talked about it in our last podcast mm-hmm. that we did, but it was, uh, how did you get into like starting to learn how to do business, how to be an entrepreneur, how to make your own living? Honestly, when there was no other option, um, it was either sink or swim. One of those things where you grew up in a low income household and there's not enough money coming in and you're not old enough to go get a regular job. Mm-hmm. So you're like, whoa. What yeah, what else do I got to do? I got to figure out a way out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You so, you know, you start selling the candies. Yeah, hustling up. And then you start doing the, you know, using LimeWire and things like that to put the songs on the iPod. And yeah. you go from that level. And then you get a little bit older and now you can start selling T-shirts. And then did that for a while. But always, always selling something. Always. Yeah, even even if it's your persona, dude. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Because I always tell people, like, remember, whatever you have, the item is already, it's already there. It's already good. Mm-hmm. You're selling your personality. Yeah, now you got to get the customer yeah. to like you. They're buying into who you mm-hmm. are. Whatever you got over here, as long as they're invested into you, this is just a byproduct. And at that, that point, you, you can sell anything. Anything. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this guy already sold me something, and I like him. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back and already buy from him again. Exactly. You know, I've already had a good encounter with this dude, mm-hmm. so business is nice. Exactly. You just built that trust, and then start building that community around yourself and who you are and your values mm-hmm. be a trustworthy person and only bring things that provide value to the people around you so, exactly yeah and get them up too mm-hmm. and that's what you're all about you like you like bringing up a lot of people making them learn how to gain money how to be free basically yeah. what would you say is your definition of free so or money what what since we're talking about money like do you think money is really the key to like freedom well, no, because a lot of people, I know people who make like 300000 a year mm-hmm. and they don't have the time. So are you free? Yeah, it's money, but you can't enjoy it. Because I asked them, if you can make half that money you make right now, but you have all of your hours back, you're not at your job anymore, mm-hmm. you can take it. 10 times out of 10, they're like, yeah, I will take 150 Yeah, I'd rather have and not go to work. Exactly. So it's not really the money per se. Money is just a byproduct of the freedom you have. Because remember, mm-hmm. I think of freedom like this. Okay. How many times can I say no? Right? No, I'm not clocking in. No, I, I can't come today. Mm-hmm. I'm on vacation. No, I'm not coming in early. No, I'm not taking my work home. No, I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. If it doesn't serve me, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Right? But it takes money to say no for a long time. Uh, it does. Yep. See? You're. It's going to get to that point where you're like, I don't even know if I should say no or not. It gets hard to say no. It gets hard to say no. There's that one book that I feel I think I've read it. I gotta reread it. The the simple art of not gi- giving of 
Yeah, I got that one actually on my on my dresser right now. Oh yeah, you're reading that, that one right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, but, I read it like freaking. This was like my fourth time reading that thing. And yeah. one of the lessons is you have to learn how to say no. You know, something so simple, no, but it can get you so far. No is powerful. No is very powerful. But with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you got to know how to maintain your position to say no because yeah. you can fumble it really quick. I know people who have said no. Mm-hmm. And then they got their car repo. Yeah. And they got the foreclosure on the home. And yeah. you wanted to say no. You weren't in a position to say no how you thought you were. It's exactly like I used to have my 9 to 5 job. I still go to work. And there's times where I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm not doing anything here. I wish I could just go home and work. And then when I'm here at home and I don't go to work, I'm like, damn, I should really be working right now. Because tomorrow I got to go back to the regular 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. So it's like that personal responsibility on yourself. Take, taking accountability on yourself. Right. You know, because you can go and quit your job, but if you're just at home now, have the luxury of all the time that you don't have, you're just gonna waste it. You're just gonna waste it. So remember, everything you gotta have a plan when it comes to. I call it the escape plan, right? We're trying to escape the rat race, right? Yeah. So like, if you're at your nine to five, mm-hmm. and then you come home, and you don't give yourself that same nine to five for yourself, mm-hmm. you can't expect the result. Me and my dad were talking about it today. He was like, people are willing to work a nine to five. For somebody else, but not for yourself. Like, me, imagine, you know, we had to wake up at 4 a.m. to go work for somebody, haul our ass around, and then, you know, do this and that, come home really late, and then relax for the rest of the day. Imagine if we take that, that same time that we spent working early in the morning, they say we can't do, even though we were doing it for somebody else, mm-hmm. and do it for ourselves instead, how much further you'll go. I was like, that's true. A lot of people don't know how to have that discipline. They know how to have it. They're just not willing to. And I'll tell you why. That is true. The biggest thing is the guarantee. Mm-hmm. This mystery guarantee of I'm going to get paid in two weeks mm-hmm. for the work I've already put in. When you're doing it for yourself, there's no guarantee that if you put these two weeks of work in, there's going to be some payout in those two weeks. Mm-hmm. It may take two months. It may take two years. It may take 20. How many people are willing to put that much work and not have a guarantee on their return? Yep. There's only a few. They don't know. It's uh, it's a woulda, coulda. Yeah. I don't know. And then you look back and you're like, man, if only I would have. Maybe I should have. Now now we're looking back. Like, yeah. Now you're just repeating the past or living in the past. Living in it. Yeah, Sitting dwelling. There, wishing. Like, well, because there's always the what if it doesn't work, right? When they're in a situation. That's why they don't take the leap because what if it doesn't work? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, but what if it does? Yeah, what if it does? What if it works out better than you thought it would? Yeah, way better. It's just a massive thing at that point. Because I was like, man, I had a bunch of people around me just negative. Like, man, you can't make money online. You can't have any passive income. These things don't exist. It does not work. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sitting here on your podcast right now telling the people about how all these things work and how I took a chance on myself. And how it's real. Yeah. And now it's real and I have my time back and I can sit and do this. Mm-hmm. Because you gave yourself that liberty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to like the discipline of like working for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that they say like you have to live in like a very dis- discomfortable zone, right? Because a lot of people, well, the reason that we're not disciplined is because we're, we're very comfortable. Mm-hmm. We don't like to go work because we'd rather sit on the couch and watch TV and eat some snacks. I mean, I would. Everybody would. But it's like... You have to go into these like challenges, and that's why they they take like those cold showers, the mm. ice baths, go into sauna for a very long time. 
what do you think about that like living in the discomfort you know growing up you said you didn't have that chance to like really stop and think that you had to keep going living in, in discomfort i would say you have to find comfort in being uncomfortable mm, comfortable in chaos yeah you have to because remember the only constant in life is change mm-hmm. so things will always change and you have to be comfortable with knowing that things are going to continue to evolve like when our parents were growing up we're no cell phones yeah but now we have cell phones everywhere right mm-hmm. it's less of an excuse now too exactly when we were growing up there was no ai type stuff now you look everywhere there's chat gpt and everything mm-hmm. else now there's chat there's a gpt4 that just dropped dude there was no gps there was no gps imagine you to go on map quest and get the there's probably like, it's probably like 80 of us 80 percent of us that don't know how to read a map and get like exactly from one place to another because all we had was like and that was still gps like we had a little map quest thing we had to actually still pan out so even that was like this big revolution because like you're saying mm-hmm. there was a map you have to really sit there and be like okay, okay i have to go through here take oh this, this is upside freeway. down oh snap yeah i think we missed our exit like Wait. 40 minutes ago this is texas where's california exactly <laughs> yeah you're not even you don't even know what you're looking at you're clueless now you don't even think about it you just mm-hmm. get on your phone boom 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 here it is mm-hmm. you'll be there in about 30 minutes Turn left here. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Because you're using the technology to your advantage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, man, things are so easier now than they were before. So if things are so much easier now and there's all these things to help you, why do you still work? Mm-hmm. Why are you still choosing to go in every day when everything's at the palm of your hand? Mm-hmm. We were learning about Socrates yesterday, you know, and about thinking for yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that's one of the things. It's like, you know what you have to do, but you're not willing to think for yourself and go and do it. Yep. Yep. So it's like, you know the, the steps. You know that all the information's out there. It's been done. People mm. have done it. They, they're, there's people like you who know how to teach other people how to do it. It's possible. Mm-hmm. But still, people aren't taking advantage of that opportunity or what they have in front of them. Mm-hmm. So I would say with that, I agree with that wholeheartedly. The biggest thing is People looking at time, but time is, you know, it's relative to whoever you're speaking to, right? Mm-hmm. A year can be a long time to one person and be a very short time to someone else. Yeah. It's like, man, I don't want to work hard for a year. I have to put in all that work. I'm like, but that year is going to go by regardless of what you do. Yeah. You're going to pass through it. It's going to happen. It's a guarantee. But I asked that person, do you think your life could change in one year? And they're usually like, no, mine changed in eight months. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen in a year, dude. A lot. Mm-hmm. You can go from dirt broke, homeless, to multi. You can have a baby in a year. It only takes nine months. Yep. There it is. Your mm-hmm. whole life changed. Move to another house, gain twenty pounds of muscle. Like You're a whole different person. Like yo, what happened to you? Yep. Oh yeah, I destroyed the old me. This is a new me now. And they come fucking shredded, mm-hmm. looking great. Yeah. And that's less than a year. You can do that in six months, really. But. You have to learn how to be on top of your stuff. You have to be in control. And that's the thing. How many people are willing to do it? How many mm-hmm. people are going to get up? Every, like you said, get up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Put that work in, mm-hmm. right? And then when you're on your off time, you're still on. Like, if I'm, like, even when I'm brushing my teeth, taking a shower, whatever I'm doing, I'm listening to a podcast, right? Yeah. There's an audio book on. I'm getting education. I'm watching a YouTube video on something, like a specific strategy I want to start implementing. Yeah. So I'm constantly turning that wheel. It never turns off from the moment I wake up from the time I go to sleep. Uh-huh. And it's fun to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, you start learning stuff and you're like, we were learning about stuff yesterday and our minds, literally it felt like this. 
there's explosions everywhere. It felt great because you're just learning and intaking all this knowledge and information, making you think about your own stuff, you know? And it's like, once you get those gears working, you really start feeling like you're flowing. And then it gets easy. And it gets easy. Exactly. So why don't we just apply that to skills that'll get us out of the rat race mm-hmm. and give us our time back. So now we're sitting there like, man, in this one year, I went from zero to hero mm-hmm. and I freed myself and I can spend time with my family or my girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the case is. Now you have all that time. And then guess what you're going to do at that time? You can go help free other people. Yep. Now you're sitting there because I always say people are like, man, it's lonely at the top. Mm-hmm. But it's only lonely because you only brought yourself there. Mm-hmm. And that starts going back to with great power comes great responsibility. Are you going to hold it off for yourself or are you going to start impacting people? You know, Pull bringing everybody them up. Else up. Mm-hmm. If you got your circle right there. Don't just be like, man, I'm the only one who got it. If you can only do it for yourself, you don't know it well enough. Yeah, exactly. You're only thinking about yourself and not like the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my students, right? He had just had his six figure year. Oh, nice. Right. So now I'm like, okay, cool. I have a student who just passed the six figure mark. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. But that lets you know if you can do it once and you're really good at it, oh, you can do it again. And then you can do it again. And then you can do it one more time. Yeah. Keep adding on to it. So if I free myself mm-hmm. and then I free him, all the goals I'm about to, I need to go free a thousand people. And then he's going to go free another thousand. And that's exactly Empire. what it has to do. Mm-hmm. Because now the next 10 years looks like, wow. Instead of everybody getting nine to five, no, no, no. They are the employers. Mm-hmm. They own everything. Yep. They're thinking for themselves. They're thinking for themselves. Mm-hmm. And the power of the internet is like, it's too easy now. Yeah. Everything's out there. You just got to look a little deeper. You don't even have YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. How to get rich in one year. Okay. Boom. Here are five tips to get rich in 2023. Literally. Yeah. There's literally videos like that. You can go watch them. I could run it right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. How to get rich. Five easy ways to getting rich in 2023. I'll give you a five-step game plan. Okay. Right? Listen up, people. So first, you're going to repair your credit. Okay. That's the first step. You're going to repair your personal credit. Boom. Now your credit, your personal credit is A1. Credit's important. Credit is the like the cornerstone to wealth. So your credit is there, right? Then you're going to establish your LLC, Right. And then you're going to get business credit, leveraging your personal credit. You're going to personally guarantee your business credit, right? So now you have this funding. Why is that Mm -hmm. important? This funding you have, you can go make whatever business moves that are on your mind that you're confident in, but without anything showing up on your personal credit. Mm -hmm. Unless you're one of those people who get business capital one cards, please don't. They report to your personal. Don't do it. Uh, That's another gem. (laughs) But so now you have this money, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Remember, you don't have to save your way to this. Saving your way to success never works. You have to invest your way to your success, right? But now you have this money that didn't come out of your pocket, right? And it's not attached to yep. your personal name, right? It doesn't show up on that side. So now you have this money. So imagine how many ideas you would have right now. Like, what would you do with, with $50,000? $50,000? hmm I'd invest a lot in the studio. Okay. And then what? And then keep building on those $50,000. Keep okay. making more money. So then... Imagine this. So imagine you have the plan. Okay. These are the exact things I'm going to do. This is exactly how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. The only thing holding you back was money. You just eliminated the money problem. Mm-hmm. So now there's the execution. We're, on, we're still on step three. Yeah. Just got the business credit. Now, step four, you're going to execute on the plans you already know that are going to give you a return on the money that you just took. Mm-hmm. So now your podcast blows up. Just mm-hmm. 
moves everywhere. Subscribers everywhere, you know? The kickback like podcast is boom. Two million, three million, four million, five million downloads monthly. It's just going through the roof, right? That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's real. It can happen. Yeah. And now, guess what? In that year, because not only can I show you how to get the credit and show you which cards to get X, Y, and Z, but these cards are going to have 0% interest for 12 to 18 months. Yeah. So you're not paying any interest on this money. Yeah. You have time to pay it off, too. And, but now you got ad revenue coming out. People mm-hmm. are like, you're trying to work with you, sponsors and everything like that. Brand that deals left year, and right. Exactly. And that one year, you make between 350000 to a $1 million. You pay back the fifty and hold everything else. Mm-hmm. That's all profit. We're on step four. Now, step five is everything you just did. Because remember, if you got one LLC and it's making this kind of money and you've been successful in your business, why not have five? Do it again. And then go and do it again. And, and do it again. again. Yeah. And then maybe one more time. Yeah, that makes sense. And as simple as it sounds, mm-hmm. it's as simple as it is. Wow. And that's how you get rich. Literally how you get rich. Mm-hmm. You got to have a plan. You got to know what you want to put your money into, right? You got to be willing inside knowing that you're going to take a risk. Business is risky. Yeah. But we eliminate as many risks as possible by educating ourselves fully and knowing exactly what we're going to go into and how we're going to move. So mm-hmm. that way, once you have your personal credit, right, you get your LLC. And you have to do your LLC properly. There are steps to doing your LLC properly. Getting your business credit mm-hmm. and now going to make the move, right? Boom. Taking the money out of your own pocket. That's what I always teach people. I'm not going to waste my money or use my money. No, no. Use OPM to leverage their money. Other people's money. Mm-hmm. So now it costs you $0 to get rich and free yourself. And then now you're you using go, yeah. boom, you just do it over and over and over. You said that ignorance was what detained us from being rich. You know, like not mm-hmm. knowing about money and how it works. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's one of the things that like... How long do you think it's been since people started thinking that, oh, money is scary? It's scary handling money. Um, You know, like, it's even risky. Like, they're scared of the risk Mm -hmm. of taking because, you know, that's their money. They're not gaining that much. Mm -hmm. Am I really about to go and lose half of my paycheck because I wanted to take a risk at that? Mm -hmm. You know, when I could be fending for myself and my family? Well, I'll say we're taught, especially in, like, minority households, we're taught that money is risky. Money is scary, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, keep your money in the bank, X, Y, and Z. And if we learn from SBB, keeping your, all your money in the bank obviously doesn't doesn't work well when the bank folds and you're sitting there like, where's my money? Mm-hmm. But if you're, like, 40, 40 years old and up, their generation, they're taught to do those things. Mm-hmm. And they're taught not to take risks. You know, it's scary. Get, just get a job, stay here, boom, boom, boom. Normal day by day. Normal mm-hmm. day by day. But you're psychologically conditioned to be an employee. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. Since school, time, too. That's what I'm saying, because that's what school is. That's what a lot of people don't understand, right? So imagine you work 50 years. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. So a person works 50 years. What's the average amount of tax a person has? I don't know. The income tax. Average oh. is around 25%, mm-hmm. right? So I'm getting taxed 25% of my income. That means I'm not getting that money. Yeah, I'm a quarter. Tax on it. That's a quarter mm-hmm. of it, right? So doesn't that mean for every day I work, a quarter of it I work for free? That means if I work eight hours, yep. I'm only getting paid for the six that I work. Yeah. Because remember, I get taxed on the quarter of my income. Yep. So That people, didn't count. That, right. that not, 25% not didn't to. count. And people are like, well, you get some back on your tax return, and it's not if you get a tax return, right? If you get money back. But one, you're not getting all the money that they took. And mm-hmm. second, usually you already have debt. 
or you go get yourself into more debt with that money. It's never to get yourself out of a situation. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I'm already bad, and I got all this stuff hanging over me, and I'm just going to lower it down a little bit, or I'm going to get a new car, or I'm going to get a new TV. Yeah. People splurge when they get their tax returns. Yep. So you never really got and it. You're just, just giving them the money else. back, you know? That's it. You put it right back in the economy. It's not yours. Yep. So with that, since you work 50 years, the average person works about 50 years. If you start working when you're like 20, you retire when you're like 72, that's like 52 years. But some people give or take, depending on how they do their college, they'll finish when they're like 22 years old and then do the 50. Mm-hmm. But average is about 50 years. So if 50 years, hmm, 25% of that time was free, that means the first 12 and a half years that you worked, never counted. You didn't, you didn't get paid for it. You just worked nope. 12 and a half years for free. You missed your child's life for the first 12 and a half years for $0. Jesus Christ. But here goes the crazy thing. You mentioned school. Watch uh-huh. this. Kids usually start school, let's say first grade. Right? This is when you got to be in school. So first grade to 12th grade. You're between the age of 6 all the way to 18. That's when school is free. Right? How many years is that? Uh, Like 13, though? No? Like 12. Yeah. Well, plus... Preschool? <laughs> that's, if you, that's if you go to preschool or kindergarten. Uh-huh. But like you're mandatory, so everybody, you got to go to first yeah. grade. Yeah, senior year. Right, which is your 12th grade year, right? So now, remember, that's 12 years free. Mm-hmm. They tell you it's free. But guess what? If you work and you get taxed on 25% of your income, your schooling was never free. Mm-hmm. They got it back when you work. You mm-hmm. worked 12 and a half years for free. Yeah. That's what paid for those 12 years of school that you did. Yeah, as a kid. Dang. It's all intertwined. When you really look at the information right there, think about that. They give you 12 years free of school. That way you can work for them for 12 years free. Yep. You go 12 years getting taught what they want you to learn. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you go into the workforce and do another 12 years that will never really count. And you're only getting paid for the other 37 and a half years. And now you're old. And now you're old. And that's how they get you. They give you the education for free. Right? And then they say, hey, you don't know anything about money or how the real world works, mm-hmm. but I want you to pay for this four years mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Because it's going to Averaging $70,000 because it's going to help you. But really, all they did was trap you. So now you can give them the 12 and a half years for free and then work for them until you're 72. And then we talked about this before. We basically own you is what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> to a literal sense. Because uh-huh. now they done got you into the this house. This new car. They told you to get married and have kids young. This education that you paid $200,000 for. Now look at you. Mm-hmm. Happy as can be. Happy as can be. And mm-hmm. can't get out of where you are. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't see any of this. And then they taught you to be so afraid to invest. And don't have a business. And it's hard to get an LLC. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it really, really hard. They made it really, really hard for people to think for themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. When it's so easy to just get this guaranteed check from this job but if you start work on the first you don't get a paycheck till the 15th and something happens to that business and it folds on the 8th how do you get your check on the 15th if the business went under on the 8th mm-hmm. but it's guaranteed though that's what yeah. they told me that's crazy mm-hmm. because the way i do my substance i'm a business owner i don't do anything until i'm paid yep so it's weird that would give a hundred 60 hours a month, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm only paid twice. That's weird. A little sketchy. Just a little bit. 
Imagine. It makes you think a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's what you need. You need to start thinking. There's like, what, 52 weeks in, in a, a year? year? I think so, around there. So imagine only getting paid 26 weeks. Yep, half the freaking year. Yeah, there's... That, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that one. Or let's break it down even further. There's 365 days in a year, and you only got paid 26 times throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. You, you put in those two weeks that you get paid every every biweekly. That's a lot of your time, isn't it? Let's calculate something real quick. Oh, it's quick math. Quick maths. Mm-hmm. You already know. That's how we do it in the Cake by Podcast. 160. Okay, 160. That's 40 hours a week for four weeks straight. So that's a whole month, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to times that. So 160 right there. People, I don't know if I can see that. But 160, then we're going to do that times 12. That's 1,920 hours. A person gives away every year mm-hmm. to their job. So only get paid twenty six times throughout the year. That is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And you can't get it back. Nope. You cannot get that time. That's back. the only thing about time. You, you that's one thing you can never get back at all. Mm-mm. And you know if you equate that number nineteen twenty and you divide it by twenty four, which is a full day, mm-hmm. that's eighty days. That's eighty full days. If you're working from twelve in the morning. All the way back twelve in the morning again. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that eighty days straight, that's how much time people give away to these jobs. Going to get paid twenty six days out of a three hundred sixty five calendar year. Mm-hmm. The math is not math. No, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know, and that's going to make a lot of people start thinking about where they're doing in their life. You know, it's like, uh, I could be doing something. I could be doing something because it's going to be a long life. It's going to be a long life. A long working life. But that's the thing. Is how long is your life if you've only gotten a portion of it, right? So think about it. When we think about life and what's actual freedom, right? When you're a kid up until the age of 18, you don't really have time either because you've been working too. You've been giving your eight hours away. Yeah. Right? And you've been coming home and doing their homework. So mm-hmm. you got homework too? Preparing for a test. And you only get a few months off at a time. Mm-hmm. So Three really, months. Yep. You're like, man, okay. Now that you're an adult, right, you already went through college, so you didn't have the free time then. Mm-hmm. And then you went through the 50 years of working. So you're 22, finished college, got your bachelor, boom. You did 50 years, you're 72. You mean to tell me <laughs> from the ages of zero when you, mm-hmm. first, when you first came out mm-hmm. to about maybe four or five, you had that freedom. And then now, 72 to whenever you pass away is the only time that you'll have freedom. And the average lifespan of people who have worked that full time, they die within the first 10 years Jeez. after they retire. So if you're 72, between 72 and 82 is when the most deaths occur. Mm-hmm. So you only got like 10 years. So out of your entire life, you live to be 82 years old. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me only like between 10 and 15 of them were free? Yeah. So after the age of four, basically the government starts owning you. Here, here you go. Have you seen? Remember, I think we talked about it last time too. The the movie Time. Yeah. Or yeah. in time with Justin Timberlake. With the on her arms and stuff. With, yeah. The little girl. Remember the little baby ha- has her time, but it hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it starts when they're the age of, I mm-hmm. think, six. I think they said in the movie. Mm-hmm. But that that's what it was. What it reminded me of. I was like, yep, once once you start going into the school and the government gets your gets their hands on you, you know, 
Mm-hmm. They start basically choosing what you're going to do. And the crazy thing is, mm-hmm. all right, so let me give you another gem. If you have where your kid, like you have a business, right? And you have a kid. When they turn seven, you can make them a part of your business, mm. right? So now, and this is an important thing because this money can be tax-free. Um, what will happen is that kid, you can get for like between the age of seven and 17, I believe. I believe it's 12950 This year, maybe a little bit more, maybe 13000 and some change. But anywho, you have that money now that you can, you know, you're paying mm-hmm. kids. They have to legitimately do something in the business, handle some social media or clean up around the office or mm-hmm. whatever the case is, right? But now they work. But what happens is, you know what a Roth IRA is? I think so. Okay. Explain it. <laughs> it's just pretty much like another another investment, like, investment account that you can have set up for whoever right mm-hmm. and then we'll do a deeper dive like that off camera kind of follow him on instagram guys by the way he'll uh, be spending a lot speaks, of plays yeah. and a lot of tips and tricks that he knows that he's been learning yeah like it, it it's a lot guys and just to give you guys a short rundown uh for those of you who pay taxes i feel bad for you because unless you're an entrepreneur and you don't have to learn the system guess what you don't have to pay taxes i'm one of those people i get my tax bill down to zero so yeah that's just one of them things. It's another byproduct of not only do I make the money I make, but I keep all of it. I don't give it away. So mm-hmm. I have my time back and I don't work for free to any capacity. So that's another one of them things. But mm-hmm. anywho, so yeah, follow me on Jamal Speaks. Come get some game. Come get some knowledge. Help you and your family out. Mm-hmm. All right. So then with that, the Roth IRA maxed out at 6000 or 6500 one of those. And then so you max that out. With your kid every year from seven to 17, right? This 10 year span, you just max it out. Mm-hmm. The other money that you have is other six thousand dollars, right? Guess what? This kid now has six thousand dollars that's for them, mm-hmm. but you break it up into monthly increments, right? So it's 500, 500, 500. We got it, got it. Now, this kid has money and you start teaching them how to invest their money and how to use their money at an early age. Mm-hmm. You get them from the mindset of just like, oh, I'm gonna work forever to. I already know how to handle my money. I already know I don't want to work forever. X, Y, and Z. And you put them in the position to learn how to start running their own business. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's other small things you could do. Like, I always tell people when you have kids, right? Like, did you ever have an allowance? No, I didn't. No? No, I didn't. Me either. But <laughs> <laughs> for, for those of you who had allowances, right? Or, like, you got some money for doing a certain thing. Like yeah, chores around the house, throwing right. out the trash, stuff like that. Yeah. What we're teaching the kids is how to be an employee. Mm-hmm. How to work for their money. Right. I read somewhere, I forget which, which book it was, but the concept was like this. Don't pay them or give them money for doing chores, for doing labor. Mm-hmm. Pay them for increasing the mentality of ownership. Meaning, okay, the subtle art of not giving a... Yeah. Right? How much is that book? Uh, I would say like... It depends where you buy it, like 20 bucks? Like 20 bucks. Just give right? it 20 bucks. So if you were a kid, like if you like, say you were my 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 son, right? <laughs> Sounds weird, but mm-hmm. let's just say, right? My thing wouldn't be like, hey, Juan, like, can you go take out the trash and let me give you $20? Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, read this book and I'll give you the value of the book. Mm, I'll give you 20 bucks for reading this book. Mm-hmm. Ah. Now, if you could find a book, this That's book costs more, right? You know yeah. Because now if this book, let's say this book costs $50 and it's some, like, you know, something on business and everything like that, mm-hmm. 
if you finish this book and you can give me all the details of this book, mm-hmm. I will give you fifty dollars. What are some other tricks that you or like things that you think you would do to you with your kids to make them learn about this financial literacy, about like learning how to get money, how money works, like business entrepreneurship, something that like other dads who are also learning right now can teach, start teaching their kids. I think exposure. I think people get caught up in the they're too young, they're not going to understand. Yeah. I'm not telling, like, I have a little sister right now. She's eight. Mm-hmm. And she can tell you what an LLC is right now and what the benefits are. Right? Mm-hmm. She can tell you that she doesn't want to work forever. She wants to be a business owner, right? Dude, and these children are like sponges. Children sponges. will learn everything. Just soak it up. Mm-hmm. But it's the exposure. If I don't expose her to the information, how can she have the knowledge? Mm-hmm. That is as simple as bringing your kid around and just teaching it to them. They may not get it all right now, but you're not telling them for them right now. You're telling them for later on, once they get around this again and they hear it again. Like, wait a minute. I remember my dad Wait, said this. He said something about LLC. LLC, yeah. Now they're already familiar with the concept. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly keeping them in there, right? Yeah. Like, say, for instance, my little sister, she travels with my wife and I all the time, right? Mm-hmm. She's always with you guys. Always with us, right? Like, we just came back from Cabo, and that was the whole thing. Then we went to Costa Rica right before then. And mm-hmm. then we did Cabo right before then. So it was like Cabo back to back. Did Hawaii right before then. Yeah, yeah. So she's, she's going everywhere. Like, Always, right? Mm-hmm. Did Arizona Super Bowl weekend. What a child that I. She's right. having, She's having the time of her life. She's living. But she understands the value of this because we said one important thing. We're like, how many of your friends travel? Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, when I say something about it, like, no, they don't, they don't really. So you travel, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Like, hmm. I was like, what's the difference? Like, you guys have a business? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. We have our business. We control our time. We can afford to do these things. See, I, I think that's that's really cool because you gave her a different perspective. See, like when I was growing up, my perspective on stuff like that was like, because I would see my friends, you know, I, I lived in an apartment with my mom and dad really young. You know, they had me. They, we were in an apartment. I was going to elementary school and I would see some of my friends with like their families having big houses, big pools, a big ass truck. You mm-hmm. know, they had money. And they would go all over the place. Oh, we went to Italy. Oh, we went to France. I'm like, I haven't even heard of France. Maybe. You know? I, I know Paris right here, like, 40 minutes away. That's my the only thing I know. <laughs> you know? But you guys actually went. And, like, what the heck? And I started thinking, I'm like, how come I can't do it? How come he can't do it? How come they can do it? And I remember thinking that as a kid, my dad would tell me, we grew up on, like, yeah, it's just they got it like that. But that's about it. Nothing really, like, on how we need to do it because my dad was still trying to figure it out himself mm-hmm. you know he was like uh oh we need to keep working we need to keep working in order to get money because we're not going to make it if we don't work that's the mentality that i grew up on so you're giving your sister a really good perspective towards money mm-hmm. you know and i told her one key thing i'm gonna tell you where dad where he missed the mark and how he can like if he hears this mm-hmm. he'll understand what i what i mean when i say this so right concept right you, you got to work for your goals right for sure mm-hmm but working is not how you build the success. I'm going to tell you, there's only one way you can build success or have success. When it comes to like having your business and getting money, mm-hmm. how many problems can you solve? Simple yep. as that. Why is Amazon as big as it is? Why didn't eBay become the biggest one? Because eBay Why, never figured how, out the shipping. How, why, what? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. That exact system, right? eBay never figured out the shipping. Mm-hmm. Amazon said, we'll give it to you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm probably going to buy from Amazon. Mm-hmm. They seem a little faster. And, hmm, they don't just have these things. They have 
everything. So I can get everything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh. And their packages always come intact. Great customer service. You know, it's all those little aspects towards the business that you need to like start paying attention to. How many problems can you solve? In mm-hmm. the, game? the more problems you solve, the more value you'll have. And if you have more value, so that's a value proposition. The more value you have, right, the higher you can pay. Mm-hmm. The higher you can be paid, right? The more premium you can charge for something, right? Because remember, you can't make demand unless you're in demand. I I don't exactly know how the quote goes, but it's like, would you rather be the the master of one or the gesture of all traits? Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think it's more to know a lot about one particular thing, or if you should like start expanding your mind on like a whole bunch of different things? I break it down into two pieces. Okay. So I and like the mentors that I have have taught me things, we all believe in this one concept. Mm-hmm. One is too close to none. That one sentence right there, one is too close to none. Mm. That's a letter away. One, you add an end to it, none. It's that close. Yeah, yeah. I never want to be that close when it involves my money, my freedom, and my family. Mm-hmm. Right? So I should never have one source of income or one thing that I'm knowledgeable in, right? And then the jack of all trades thing, right? I always tell people, I'm the jack of all trades, right? But they always finish the phrase, right? Okay, jack of all trades, master of none. Okay, how about this? Jack of all trades, master of funds. Funds. Getting money. Because, okay, think about it. We're in a digital age, right? Mm-hmm. A very digital age. You're Total doing this scary. podcast, right? Here. Yeah. You're on right. a digital platform. You know how to do the cameras, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. audio, the edits, market it, upload it, everything, right? You know how many skills you just saw if you went to somewhere else and said, hey. I'll hey, be a producer for. You can literally get three retainer clients for $4,000 a month. Right now, that's twelve thousand dollars. If you did this exact same thing for three different people, jeez. Because you're like, hey, I never thought about that. Actually, making a podcast for somebody else because I'm like, damn, I have to keep working because I have to. Same mentality. So that's the whole thing. You gotta look at it, like, if you have the skills, right, and you're knowledgeable in whatever it is, you can monetize mm-hmm. your knowledge. Mm-hmm. So you do this right now. You can package this up and teach people. How to create a podcast. It's a whole course. Mm-hmm. You can sell that for $997. Oh, shoot. I thought you were saying like 997 I was like, what the heck? No. 997 Wow. Because guess what? This is how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to build the awareness for this podcast. You're going to blow this up, take the clips, go crazy online, right? Mm-hmm. And as you keep exploding, it's going to say, hey, would you guys believe that I did this in whatever the area is, right? And my total amount of equipment was only this much. Mm-hmm. I can teach you guys how to do the exact same strategies that I did to blow up my podcast on a budget in seven steps. Yep. Boom. You take that, you package that. Boom. And now you take the content that you make because you make long format content, right? Yeah. So you have the long format content and you're already doing this on some of the pieces. So, right, you'll take that long format content. Uh-huh. You break it down, get at least 10 clips out of each video. Boom. Now, these 10 clips, right, you're going to take them and put them on YouTube Shorts. Mm-hmm. You're going to put it on Instagram. You're going to put it on TikTok. But you're also going to put it on Pinterest. You should also be on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn? LinkedIn. Okay. So now that you're on all these platforms, great. And then you're writing captions, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the ones that come on the screen. Yep. Why not, since they're already written out, take those, put them on Twitter. 
Mm. So put put the captions or like whatever we say in the video and just put the thing as a regular tweet. All right, I'm about to give y'all something I usually only give to my paid people, but this is my guy right here. So I'm gonna make sure I give y'all some real gems, right? Uh -huh. So this is how you break one piece of content down to like, I'm talking about you can get like a hundred pieces of content out of this. I'm gonna show you how to flip the content and then flip it again, right? Yeah, wait, so, I, I was just thinking about it. I was like, whoa, I never thought about that. I'm, Making... about, to, I'm about to mess you up. <laughs> yeah, man, bro, go up. for it, dude. So look, you got the one long format. So I want you to keep, I want you to keep the numbers, right? So you got the long, the, the podcast video. That's one piece of content, right? Keep that in your head, right? You break that down into 10, the most interesting pieces. Like this right here, this is going to be a clip. Boom. Here goes 10 of these, right? Now you got these 10 clips. Boom. So now you take them 10 clips, and those go on YouTube Shorts. So now you got 11 pieces total. That one long, and then the 10 short pieces on YouTube Shorts now. Uh -huh. That's 11 pieces. Yep. You take them same 10, now they on Instagram. They go 21 pieces, right? Take them same clip, and they on TikTok, right? We have 31. Uh -huh. Now you're going to go on Pinterest. That's 41, right? You can go on LinkedIn, that's 51, mm -hmm. right? Now, that's already, you got 50 pieces of content right there, 51 specifically. Yep, a lot now, of content right there. A lot, just one long for my video. Mm -hmm. Now, what you're going to do is, since they already captioned out, like, I make a video, and let's say I'm talking about, yo, three strategies to grow your business today. And in the video, I'm saying it, the caption is already done, so why not take that caption for people who don't like to watch these videos? Mm -hmm. And they love to be on Twitter because you know Twitter got its own yeah got its own own realm. world at that point yeah. So now what you're gonna do is take each one of them captions and make ten tweets. Mm. So now you got ten tweets. So forget the fifty one that you got. Now you're at sixty one pieces of content. But wait, there's more because mm -hmm. I haven't included. If you can put this on Facebook and the videos on Facebook, so if you put it on Facebook, that's another sixty. Boom. So yep. now you got it on there. And you writing them out on the Facebook, boom. Now, right instead of the 61, you got 71, and you got the 81 now. But wait, there's more. You're gonna take the 10 Twitter threads, package them all up, and post them on Reddit. Now you're on Reddit. Yep. And if there's any gems you wanna have, you can put the videos or short clips on Reddit too, on whatever subreddit you want to be a part of. But wait, mm -hmm. there's more. Have you heard of Pexels.com? No, I haven't. Pexels? Yeah, Pexels. Spell it out P E X. P E X E L. S okay. dot com. So it's where you can get free stock footage and stock photos and things like like a Unsplash or one okay. of those places, pixabay.com. Mm -hmm. All gyms, by the way. Um, so what you're going to do now, remember, you got the tweets. Mm -hmm. So why not take the tweets? Get the screenshot of each tweet. Get a free, um, you know, stock footage video in the background, like the ocean moving or something like that. Put your tweet over over the top. You mm -hmm. get a trending sound from TikTok or Instagram, mm -hmm. and then now you got ten videos of brand new videos of the same did. thing, yeah. And then put it on YouTube Shorts, and TikTok, and yeah. Instagram, and Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Did you not just take one long format and flip it over a hundred times? Yeah. So why are people not making content? I don't understand. And then you can make those like even shorter but longer form content, like ten minutes out of the freaking one hour. Make it its own video, put it in a different channel, have another source of income right there. And that's, that's all it is. And that's a lot of people do on YouTube. You take mm -hmm. that long podcast, whatever that segment is. Like me breaking down this information right here, it's that's own. a small video yep. on its own. Yep. How to make 100, um, con 100 pieces of content out of one video. Now, that's not a gem. I don't know what is. Yeah. What's a gem at that point? 
<laughs> you feel me? Yep. But that's the importance of this digital age that we're in. You can take that. And then guess what? If you got this many pieces of content, right? You get paid for YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. You can get paid for the long format video too. So imagine you have all this coming out and something hits. Boom. And they go back and see all this content you got. Because now it's not just one or two pieces. Mm-hmm. You got hundreds of pieces of content coming out all the time. And since it's a podcast, remember, it's also audio version. Let's not even get into the audio bag. Yeah, we go into Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, everywhere. Get in your bag. Mm-hmm. Get in your bag. Literally all over the really place. Really start getting new. We're not even talking about sync deals and licensing, nothing. Mm-hmm. That's just the content. So why There not? you go. <laughs> but here go the craziest part about this, right? We're talking about this. Hey, there's podcast. an even crazier part. Okay. Right. So that's just that, right? But the craziest thing about that is, right, podcasting one of the biggest sectors in the small business arena right now, especially in the creator economy, right? One of the biggest booming things in the last 20 years. People are, like, you're so early. You don't even understand how early you are. Podcasting is going to be one of the biggest things on planet Earth. I yeah, a lot of people think, I, I like to think sometimes that I'm pretty late since there's already these bigger guys. So I'm like, man, mm, I get you. are early. Because the thing about podcasting right now is everyone is talking about it, so it seems saturated, but not many people are actually doing it they're not really creating them there's only like a few that people are like actively like really, really watching going to it. Yeah. yeah so think about it this is like youtube in 2006 that's what this is mm-hmm. you're with podcasts yeah. that's whoa yeah i get what you mean this is like instagram in like 2010 mm-hmm. it's like twitter in like 2008 or 9 whatever it started blowing up mm-hmm. this is then early early this is facebook in 06 just getting started yeah mm-hmm. you're early because if you do this five years from now, where are you going to be? But That's what my dad always tells me. That's crazy. He's That's always it. like, Mijo, five years. <laughs> Wise man. That's why you got to sound like you. You Thank raised you. right. Thanks, Dad. You see? But that's that leadership. That's that guidance. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, but here go to play. Here go to play. Remember I said how to get success, how to be successful, how to get that bag, right? In five steps, right? Mm-hmm. You have the concept right here. So imagine personal credit is right. You get the LLC because you want to be protected. You want to be all the way protected, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got the business credit. Instead of figuring out how am I going to pay for, and mind you, because I'm a creator as well. So I was a creator before I became this mm-hmm. know, entrepreneur. serial entrepreneur and all that stuff, right? So I know you're going to need three cameras, right? Three mics, a way to sync it up, a, a nice interface to have the audio going through X, Y, and Z. And then Live editing and everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I can tell you right now, okay, the most popular, um, what you call it, the most popular mic, right? It's a, the short SM7B. That's what everybody uses. It's like $350 mm-hmm. for one. And you're going to need the cloud lifter because guess what? It's a dynamic mic, so it doesn't pick up, you know, mm-hmm. loud amount of audio like a regular um, cardio mic would, right? So that's, a next, that's an extra $100. So it's $450 yep. each one. It's a lot of money. It's like Apple with the dongle, with the dongle, with the dongle. Exactly. Yeah. There's a company who has a mod where it has the thing in there to get the signal boost on there, but they do charge a premium for that too. Mm-hmm. And there are other mics that you can use, like the ones you're using right now and everything. But I just talking about the That's, one everybody goes yeah. for, right? The boom arms, yeah, you can get these for like thirteen dollars off Amazon. Or you can one. get the blue yeti or the blue ones that are come all over exactly. here. The really nice ones, the smooth about ones. hundred bucks. Yep, each. Per. Exactly. And then getting the right XLR cables, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people get any kind. I like the Mogami XLR mm-hmm. cables, and that's only because I was an audio engineer, so I know a little about about the, the mm-hmm. stuff on the back end. Right? Or you can go on Amazon and pick up these Just colorful ones. To do. For, yeah, right. But I mean, same with the cameras. I can have three thousand dollar cameras on each one, but we got to make do what we got. Got to make do with what you got. 
But imagine you wasn't you weren't paying for it. Imagine mm-hmm. you had it because you leveraged your personal credit and got the right and got the business credit. So you can do whatever you need to do because now you know the return on your money. You like, I'm gonna invest in my business. Because imagine if you do that, and then let's say you got three FX threes, right? For those of you who don't know about cameras, this camera is like four thousand dollars and it's an amazing video camera. The FX three? But I would argue the Panasonic S5 Mark II is a better camera. Is it out yet? The S5 II is out. The S5 II X is not out yet. I haven't worked with many Panasonics. Well, you'll like that one. That one actually has the autofocus, and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that off camera. Well, yeah, well, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's good. Like, you know, jack of all trades. That's why. Because now, if you match somebody like me who, like, I can understand how to do the podcast. Somebody like you, you can understand how to do the podcast. But... You have the financial literacy mm-hmm. to learn how to leverage this and never use your own money so you can get your pockets exactly how you want it, right? Pay for the furniture, pay for, get the whole set design, right? Yeah. Some sound panels with the whole nine. Do you, do it the way you want it to do. The way you want to do it mm-hmm. and the way you know will draw people's attention. And you can mm-hmm. put some money on marketing and advertising. So it's so like in front of the people. It's like it's always been like that. Do what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But now you're learning how to get the liberty to actually do what you want to do without having to worry about a whole bunch of other stuff that you shouldn't be worrying about. And second thing, mm-hmm. why use your own money to do it? Mm-hmm. Don't save your ways to do this. It's gonna take six to eight months. Imagine if you're already doing it for mm-hmm. the six to eight months, where would you be? Mm-hmm. And then the third thing, right? Why is it that we use credit for, think about it, we use credit to get our house, get our car, our student loan, everything but our success. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Man, you're breaking my mind. Think about that. For yeah, a no, it, it makes sense. Everything but yourself. Everything. Like, you're going to, you have to have good credit to get a home. Mm-hmm. Even to rent, they're going to choose the person with good credit over the person with bad credit, right? To get your car, it's either going to pay, 20% interest or 2.99 because you have good credit. Mm-hmm. Maybe not today's market because the interest rates are just ridiculous. But let's just say in the ideal world, you're going to get 1.9, 2.9% APR versus 20%, 24.99, which I've seen because I was also a car salesman for quite a few years in the past. But anywho, back to the point. So think about it. You got to use credit for all these things. Your student loans, right? Most kids don't have credit, so their parents have to, you know, get the loans for them or however you want to work it. And they're using their credit, putting themselves on the line for the mm-hmm. person to have the $70,000 loan. Guess what? We're using credit for every single thing. But when it comes to investing in our businesses, we try to save our way to it. We don't save our way to the house, really. Because mm-hmm. you're going to use, you still going to put your down payment or whatever, but you're still utilizing your credit. Because you have a down payment and you can't get it because your credit's bad. Or you have a down payment for a car. But they won't approve you because your credit's too bad. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. you only got two thousand to put down. We're mm-hmm. gonna the car's only ten thousand, but we need you to put eight thousand down. It looks attractive to the businesses. They're like, ooh, you're trustworthy. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, I want to do business with that guy. So why not apply the same logic to your business? Mm-hmm. Why not use OPM leverage other people's money to build your business, which you know is going to be successful because you've done the homework. You're dedicated to it. You're all in. Use their money mm-hmm. to build your business, pay them back on the back end, and take the rest of the proceeds for you, costing you zero dollars to do. Mm-hmm. Already having everything how you want, and only making profit. If you were to start today, like how long do you think it? Like it's just someone random, like they saw this podcast and they started working towards 
how long do you think it would take for them if they were active bah, 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 and actually focus on doing this? What to go from what zero to hero, like to go from like yeah, from zero nine to, to hero. five to yeah, freedom. It take me eight months. Eight months, and that's before I knew everything about credit. You can do that before having a baby. You feel <laughs> me? Yeah. Like so, like for me, the thing was the baby's gonna need a crib. Like, but why not hustle? Like you had a kid on the way. Because mm-hmm. that unlocks a different version of you. It's hard yep. for to do that. Why you're uncomfortable. That yeah, if you're uncomfortable, you can, I, I don't know. I don't have it right now. So I just got to keep going. Yeah. yeah. You got to go and get it, right? Mm-hmm. So why not hustle like the kid is on the way? Why not hustle like you're about to lose everything tomorrow? Mm-hmm. You got to It's amazing what you'll do when everything's on the line. Mm-hmm. I've known people who are like dirt broke, mm-hmm. but their rent has to get paid. Something happened. They had another bill. And then guess what? Mm-hmm. They all of a sudden found the money. Tell us about yourself a little bit, since we're like at the fifty minute mark, and we want to <laughs> want to give them more of a background on you too. You know, since we're talking about the discomfort, you know, how did you how did you come up? What what was the turning point in your life? My life is a turning point. There, I'm from one of those. I'm one of those people where it has to work or it has to work. Shout out to Nehemiah Davis on that one. Um, growing up. And since I know most of you don't know who I am, so Jamal, 26-year-old serial entrepreneur um, from Compton, California. You know, usually when people hear Compton, California, they think, oh, just gang-banging and yep. thugging and this and that. But um, not all of us are like that. Some of us actually make it and mm-hmm. make it out. And I want to be a, a, living a testimony proof. Yeah, yeah, of people who actually come from those environments and then do more. I'm not, I wasn't just a knucklehead the entire time. I was actually one of the few people in California who finished high school at the age of 16 and go straight to college at 16. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't do the, the junior or senior year. I finished school early and went straight to college because I was like, I need to get to this next level yeah. and get it back. I was already working at that age. There was no turning back. There was no turning back. And throughout all those times, I've always been on the entrepreneur journey. I was an audio engineer, mm-hmm. right? So I'm producing for all kinds of artists, right? Getting songs placed, everything, right? Made my first six figures as an audio engineer, right? Mm-hmm. And then, well, technically my second, if you count when I was a, um, a car salesman. I became a car salesman at the age of 18. So right when I was legally able to, yeah, I went straight over there, worked at, um, I worked at nine dealerships. At that, Jeez. At that time. Yeah, so I was a beast. Yeah. And my first week in Making the car sales, business, I made $5,000. Right. First week? First week. Jeez. But it's a thing when you're green in the car business, like your first like few months or first year, you're green, you're green pee. So you run into a lot, you get lucky a lot. You just run into it and it mm-hmm. fizzles out. But but that first year, I got right under six figures and that was amazing. But I had to get out of that industry because it was you know, it was terrible. Yeah. And then um and that's back when it was commission only. A lot of you guys who do car sales now, you get the commission and the hourly, it's not the same. I'm mad at me. I got you. I'm gonna show you what the, what that <laughs> real stuff on Instagram. Was about. But yeah, uh, so going from that was an audio engineer for a while because I wanted to be a rapper at first, mm-hmm. but nobody could engineer the songs or at least not for a price that I could afford mm-hmm. or make the beats. So I learned how to engineer. Yeah, why don't I just learn how to do it? Yeah, why not? I gotta make the beats myself, but who can take the photos? Mm-hmm. Got the camera, became a beast with the the photography. With the videography, then I learned graphic design. I was like, because I didn't have nobody to do any of these. Yes, you have to learn it all yourself. All I wanted to do was rap. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to do was rap. But I had to figure out every other piece, and I had to learn social media. Mm-hmm. Dude, I built social media pages like left and since, right. Like, yeah, I was like sixteen, seventeen. 
over and over. It was one time like I had like fifty thousand on IG, thirty thousand on Twitter, freaking ten thousand subscribers on YouTube, and then I kept building them over and over and over. I don't. I've built like eight Instagram pages. I've had like tens of thousands. So now I'm doing it all over. Again, yeah, which is. Oh, but it's like it's a lot of trial and error too you're still learning like the more successful or what keys to success on social media will make you grow your account too huh mm-hmm. and i have dummy pages where like i have a page right now um there's nothing on it right now. i took some of the i took the photos off but i kept some of the reels up to do tests right it's um signature captures if you go on instagram signature captures right you go on there you'll see go to the reels tab that page only has like 200 something um followers mm-hmm. but if you go on my reels like one of the biggest reels i have on there has like fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, views on there another one has like 30 something thousand 40 thousand 20 thousand 18 thousand it's a bunch of views on there because i was trying to see what works and what doesn't i do mm-hmm. a lot of tests but that's the thing and the same thing with the photography right photography wasn't supposed to be something i got into heavy it mm-hmm. just happened but it changed my life i got six figures in eight months off of that like, oh that was the fastest i ever made six figures like, yeah ridiculous yeah i don't know it was possible and that was a few years back mm-hmm Imagine what this year is going to be like. Because now it went from I got good at audio engineering, the producing, all this stuff, the graphic design. I'm getting paid from everything. Mm-hmm. Photography, videography, boom, being on actual sets, filming documentaries, everything. I'm like, yo, this is different. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing it. Up, getting put up in hotels, right? Traveling to different countries. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is different. And then getting so good at all of this stuff and then starting to make the money and getting married and everything. It's like, man, my life is changing. But, man, nobody else knows how to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's when it hit me. That's when you started finding purpose. Mm-hmm. That's what you would say. Because the money was cool, but it's like, but I'm not bringing nobody here. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got a close friend, and I, I know he was struggling. He didn't want to tell me. I won't say his name, but he knows who he is. I know he was struggling. He was going through it. Like, man, like, he's coming out with me to hang out with me and we're doing stuff and then he's seeing me make these moves but he's not there mm-hmm. and I'm looking at him like man yeah I'm sending a picture of him on how I got this nice photo in Cabo and he can't even pay for his rent that month I'm like then I look like you know a-hole mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to share my experience with my with my brother you know what I mean like yeah but it don't I can tell it may not hit the same way for him so it's like what could I do to change that mm-hmm. you started having to learn how to teach you got to help everybody else out. Mm-hmm. And I started helping people. I said, oh, this is way more fun. Yeah. When you get people the game, you start to see them change, like their life starts to change. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's like a coach seeing their fighter go out and whoop ass, you know? That's the, that's the highest form Dude, yeah. of the happiness. Cause you're like, I really did that. You know, look at them go. Yeah, exactly. Ass up. When you that's first ride your bike and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's that. But imagine doing that over and over and over and, over. and you really changing yeah. people's lives so i have to go from i did all these different forms right and this just goes in some of the backstory how i got to where i'm at now guys so pretty much going through my whole life and struggling single parent household right mother has mental illness i was in and out of my home all the time in those two years i did high school I went to five different schools mm-hmm. and only two years i went three in ninth grade and two in tenth grade Think about that. Mm-hmm. And I still finished high school early. Yeah, I still managed to do it. I don't believe in excuses. When you eliminate excuses, the only thing left is execution. So mm-hmm. if I don't have any excuses in life, the only thing I can do is execute. So trying and trying and going and going and going. I always knew I would never be working forever. In the short time, 
of like I'm only 26, right? So from the time I wouldn't say short, but let's say in that 10 year period of me working, mm-hmm. wouldn't even be 10 years because I haven't worked in a few years. So let's say six years, six or seven, let's say, whatever. It's I probably had over like 35 jobs, bro. Jeez, 35 just going everywhere. Bah, 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 bah. 35 to 50. I wouldn't even, I'm not even gonna lie about it like that. If I had a job, but I didn't like it, oh, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna wait. Or somebody's talking to me crazy and this and that. I'm like, all right, cool. We short staff today, right? Yeah. Bet. I'll see you. Yeah. I'm out of there. Because that's one thing. Who I am can never be swayed by a paycheck or whatever. Like, I'll figure it out. But that was me. I would thug it. Mm-hmm. I don't advise everybody to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't, no, nah, because remember, saying no costs you. I know from first, first yeah. experience. I know that's like when the bill. No is very powerful, but then again, kid leaves down a big loophole. But a lot of people, they can't Rabbit say hole. no, so they say yes because yeah. they have to and they're, and they're miserable. So I fought through everything. I'm not telling everybody to go do what I did, but I fought through it all. Mm-hmm. And I figured it out and I kept going. And I done had trials and errors and lost this and gained this back. Lost that. I had a year where I made $80,000 and the next year I made 25000 mm-hmm. But the year before I was up, the year after, there was no mm-hmm. money. And then have another year after that, you make 70000 And then the year after that, you make twenty again. And that's what I like that the way the way you've been teaching or from what I've learned from you is that you say things in a way where it's like, oh, I forgot what I was about to say, but it was like, um, you're teaching us in your in your own way of mm-hmm. like, um, not exactly going out to like get, I don't know what we, I forgot what I was going to say, to be honest with you. I completely lost, but I had a good, I had, it was a good it question. Was, it was strong. It was a it strong was one. We're going to be like, whoa, wait, hold on. No, Damn. I feel it. I feel it. I lost it though. You're good. You're good. But it's like one of the things that like, I always try and tell people, like, I want to teach it from an experience that I know of. I can't, I can't be you mm-hmm. and teach it and teach whatever, you know, whatever the subject is. I, I can only be Jamal. Jamal can only teach it from I remember experience. what I was going to say. I had a feeling it was it would come back. You were, because you, you teach us, but you don't say in a way where you're giving us the answer. Because that would be too easy at the same time, you know? Like, you don't say, okay, go do this, go do this. At the same time, you are. But it also does give us that, like, that time where we're going to start thinking about what you just said, you know, mm-hmm. you leave us with the thought, not only the answer, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about it. Cause it makes us like, or at least it makes me like kind of turn gears here and there, you know, and like try to really think about my own answer to your answer. You know what I mean? I'll give you this. I'm gonna give you a quote and this might, this might work with you. I hope nobody's ever said this. Cause I feel like I, this is my own quote. Cause I've been saying it. Hear me out. He's going to trademark this after he leaves. Oh, for sure. I'm about to go straight. <laughs> Boom! Hit the attorney. And be like, yo, that's trademarkable. That's, that's, that's Jamal. Cool. For sure, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So, not everything needs an answer, but some things need a question. Yeah, that's a good one. That's it. Yeah, not Make- everything needs an answer. The power is in the question. Yep. You don't need an answer to the question. You just need to think about the question. You just need to think about the question. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to bring more value to yourself by gaining that knowledge. Going back to what we started off with. Yes. And then people are like, yo, that's deep or that's fake deep. What does that really mean? Oh, you're trying to be motivational. You're trying to be. Okay. And then this is my rebuttal to it, right? Okay. Because I've been in that position before where I'm like trying to say something that I think is helping me out. Maybe it'll help you out, you know? And someone's like, oh, look at this guy. 
But it's the power, it's the articulation, right? You got to be able to articulate the things you say, right? Mm -hmm. And if you know me in real life, you'll know I don't say anything I can't prove or anything I don't have a receipt for or Mm -hmm. anything I can't back up, right? Because then I'm I'm so quiet. Yeah. So remember, you don't need to answer. The power is in the question. What do I mean? How do I live forever? Answer doesn't matter. My mind is now thinking about how to live longer. So I'm going to eat better. I'm going to work out. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to do all these things that, regardless if I live forever, mm-hmm. I'm going to live better. Yep. Happier. Because I asked the question. Mm-hmm. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like okay. It kind of refers back to that to the quote of like shoot for the moon, land with the stars. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. But if you're not aiming that high, mm-hmm. guess what? I say for instance, I want to make a million dollars this year. That's my goal. That's my target. Mm-hmm. Right? One million dollars this year. One million dollars. Now, I'm a six figure earner, so for me it doesn't seem it doesn't seem unrealistic. It seems like oh okay cool, but. Think about it. A million dollars is like, that's a lot of money. But if my goal was only for 200K this year, okay, cool. I can get that. that yeah, it's I'm reasonable. That. Yeah. No, it's the thing. I'm not even worried about that. 200K, that's a yeah. shoe in. I'm definitely going to do about two, 250, three, mm-hmm. maybe, whatever the number in that, in that ballpark. That's got mm-hmm. that. A million, though. That's even if target. you get to 500K, you know? Because my target was. Higher, so now yeah, I fall yeah. and I only hit half the mark. My goal was so high up there, I aim for it because it takes the same mental capacity mm-hmm. to aim for a hundred thousand or one million dollars. It takes the same mental because you don't have either one. Oh, I'm gonna do 20 push ups, you're only gonna do 20, or you're gonna say, I'm gonna try to do 50. You might land at like 35, but hey, it's more than 20. It's more than 20 because you mm-hmm. set yourself up for a bigger target. Mm-hmm. And it's the thing, people have dreams right here, and they set the targets right here. My dreams are here. Mm-hmm. My targets are up here. Mm. My dreams are comfort. Yeah. So when this is comfortable, but that target up there, oh, I want to be more than comfortable. Oh, I want to be good. I want to have me and my immediate family really mm-hmm. comfortable. Same neighborhood. Same neighborhood, buying it all up. Mm-hmm. So I got to really hit that target. Yep. But my dream was just for me to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's a dream. Mm-hmm. Cool. So my targets, I work my dream. The dreamer's dream. Whatever you are, mm-hmm. but Passive how much dream. are people going to work though? Yeah, how and hard are you going to go for it? How much am I going to think? How much am I going to work? How disciplined am I going to be? If I go to work nine to five, what am I doing with the five to nine? Yep. Right. How hard am I going to go for it? And then in this day and age, bro, it it gets so crazy because here's the power of credit. This is why I was I'm going to go back to the credit thing one more time. I'm mm-hmm. about to drill into y'all head. This credit thing is it's amazing. All right, watch this. Mm-hmm. My personal credit, 800 credit score. Mm-hmm. Boom. I get an LLC. I go get business credit. Now, I'm just like a little bit of business credit. Like, no, I'm I'm getting people like six figures in business credit, like off rip, like their first few months. Yeah. Getting the, it's going crazy. That's anyway. more than enough for anybody at that point. Yeah. That would be really comfortable with six figure income. Well, not an income. It's just, it's just borrowed money. Mm-hmm. So you got, let's say you got 200000 How many employees do you think you could hire with 
A good 20. Good 20. Okay. What if I only want five? Just five? Just five people. That's enough money, right? Yeah. Okay, let's think about it. If you hire somebody for $2,500, that means, guess what? That's 30000 for that year. Okay. 30000 for that year. So let's say I get two employees. That's 60000 for that year if I pay them both $2,500. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I want to make content all day, I want to do the strategy. I got a full-time media manager Mm -hmm. and a full-time content creator. Mm -hmm. They're both on the roster. I don't worry about making the content because this person's going to do it. I don't worry about how it's going to look and get posted up in X, Y, and Z. Because this person's going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it cost me $60,000 to do it. But not really me. I leverage OPM. And yep. I still have $140,000 left over. So I guess what? I'm going to take another $40,000, mm-hmm. put that on the marketing, put that on the advertising, get the name out there, build the awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Since I'm cranking out so much stuff and I still have my free time available. Yeah. So now the business booms because now there's so much going on. I got two yeah. full-time employees. Everything's just going, flowing. I get another one. Then I get a customer service rep. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm paying that money back. But now my business is generating income. Business works a lot different than personal. If you have business credit that you're using, they're not like, oh my God, you're using this credit. I always have to stop you like on your personal credit. Excuse me. Did you need more? Mm-hmm. You, you want more? more Do you credit? want more? No, I'm okay. Here. Here. <laughs> have 30. Please. Because guess what? They know businesses need the funds to get their business going. And you've already shown Oh, you're gonna make money. Yeah, this is and making they do want to hang you on this larger amount so they can get mm-hmm. you know bigger money off of you. But hey, also guess what? If they keep you right, boom. Now you got even more credit, and you can go to other places and get more business funding that doesn't have to require your personal. It's called non PG funding, right? Mm-hmm. Where you don't have to personally guarantee it anymore. You don't have to use your social. You just it's your business, the EIN, and the money that's coming through your business. Now you get that funding mm-hmm. to grow your business even further. So you mean to tell me, if I do my personal credit right, and then I get the LLC, then I get business credit. Oh, I can automate my work from the beginning? Yeah. And scale my business way faster than I could myself because it's me and three other people? Yeah. And I can continue to make more money and then scale bigger. And then in the first five, you know what we said? Mm-hmm. Five years. Everything could be crazy. In five years, you have like 30 to 50 employees. You have a multi-million dollar operation. And it costs you zero dollars to start, zero dollars to maintain, because you've been leveraging OPM the entire time, while now taking your profits out. Mm-hmm. So you spent zero dollars. Yeah, and use other people's money to grow your business. And gave thirty-five people more money to live. Yeah, and they're having fun. And they're having fun. Look at Jerry over there editing a video. Look at him over there, amazing. Yeah. You want a pizza, Jerry? Yeah. And you work maybe an hour or two every week. Yeah. Week. Just go and record. Just for you to go in, say yeah. the stuff, do the thing, and then they handle everything on the back end because you've trained them. They've gone through everything you want to do, and there's a system in place. Yep. Now you're a business owner, multi-million dollars, taking your little eight-year-old sister mm-hmm. off to Maui and Costa Rica and all these places. And mm-hmm. Life's good. Yeah, life is great. And that's what I do, guys. And that's Jamal. Thank you guys so much for watching. If it happens to enjoy, make sure to like and subscribe. Let them know where you're at and make sure where they can find you. Hey, so I am. Um, I took a seven month, you know, time away from social media and everything. 
Uh, so I'm new to the TikTok and the Twitter and everything. I did everything over. So uh, my goal is to um, generate, let's say, 100,000 followers on Instagram and scale my YouTube about the same thing. I'm trying to do it all in one year. We'll see how close I get to that, right? So Jamal Speaks across the board. It'll be Jamal Speaks on Instagram, TikTok. Should be the same thing on YouTube, so on and so forth. So if you want to see what I, what I got going on, there you go. Should be an interesting year. I'm dropping gems. I'm talking about gems. Talking about how to save money on taxes, right? How to get your personal credit, right? How to really mm-hmm. build your business, right? How to really scale, get to that first six figures, right? And really scale to that seven-figure business. I'm teaching everybody. Helping this guy right here. We're trying to make sure we get everyone right, okay? So follow me, Jamal Speaks, across the board. And then the new website will be up soon. Going ahead and have some trainings and everything done there. That'll be uploaded in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that as well. Yep. You guys heard him. If you guys want to learn how to make money, since money is very, very important now in this day and age, make sure to go follow him on Instagram. Make sure to like and subscribe. Cop your Cake by Podcast merch. I'll see you guys all in the next video. Thank you so much, George. Thank you guys so much for watching. My bad. <laughs> we got it right.